You are listening to the WW Phil Podcast, your guide to feel good. Phil is an everyday guy who wanted to feel good. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Now let's join our host, Phil, for today's conversation about wellness and feeling good. Hey, family, I'm excited to have you here for another episode. Today's guest is amazing. That's right. We have Lauren with us, and she is a WW rock star. The girl has literally lost a fifth grader. So I want to share with you our conversation. So let's go now and talk to Miss Lauren. Well, hello. What's up, Phil? I don't know it. What's up with you? Nothing. I'm really glad that Phil reminded me because I was about to go to sleep and take all my makeup off, and that would have been weird. <laughs> been like like half your makeup. Uh, I'm yeah. kind of doing. We could have done a new, uh, makeup tutorial mid-string. So oh, yeah. You know flexible. what? That's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I'm excited to have you on. Thank you, you for having me. Yeah. Are you feeling a little bit better? Um, not as good as I thought. I thought antibiotics would make me feel like so much better. And then my mom's like, you should be feeling better. I'm like, no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely, definitely better than like two days ago. But yeah. Not well, yet. <laughs> I mean, at least you weren't sick when you were hanging out down at Times Square. That would have been bad. That is very true. That <laughs> is very true. It gave me like, it was like the next day, just like, bam. <laughs> Maybe all the germs of Times Square. Caused. I'm 100% sure that that's what it is. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Cool. Well, I'm super excited to have you on here. I've been inspired by your journey for a long time. Thank you. Camera. And uh, we can talk about you being a rock star and all that in a little bit. Uh, woo! But uh, <laughs> anyway, I want to, first of all, I want to kind of start where back where it all started, and then we'll just go from there. And I want to talk about a few things. For one, I want to talk about how you handle food and all that, and then how you handle activity and mindset and all those things. So we'll go through all that. But I really want us to know like where you were when you thought, hey, WW something I could try and uh, what you felt like you needed and why you thought it would work. So just start so, back from the beginning. Sure. So I've actually been on and off WW for this in 2020 will be my 20th year. So I'm not like a new WW person. At and you're like 19 years old, right? So. Yeah, yeah, 19, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. 34. So when I was 14, wow. back in 2000, you were allowed to go to WW as a teenager as long as your parent like signed off for you or something like that. Okay. So my uh, best friend who lived down the street, her mother was a lifetime member of WW. So she took us to her meetings with her and we would just go and it was like this whole routine that we had where we would um we would go and we'd weigh in we'd sit with the meeting and then after that next door was this place called joey's pizza it's still open they have the best pizza ever and we would go get a slice of pizza and then next door on the other side was this old store i don't think it's open anymore it's called mandy's and we'd go and buy smaller clothes <laughs> like yeah. when we lost weight so it was a really fun thing that we did together and um, I didn't really have a ton of weight to lose. I was always like chubby per se, like, you know, like never like super overweight, but I had a very, very thin twin brother. So I always felt like the bigger one. And I, yeah. all my girlfriends at the time were very, very thin. Like I just happened to be in a group of girls that were super skinny and naturally skinny. It wasn't like mm -hmm. they were trying to be skinny. Um, and so I always a little bit self-conscious. So that was something that I did just to kind of help me with my relationship with food. And, um, and it was great. And I lost the weight that I wanted to lose. And I went into like ninth grade feeling really great about how I, you know, how I looked. And, um, and then I kind of just used those tools and things like kind of carried that over for a while. And I, and I maintained my healthy weight through high school. And then even in the first couple of years of college, um, I was, I was relatively thin back. The thinnest I ever was in my life was when I was like 20, 20. 
21 years old. Okay. Um, and then as I got a little bit older, you know, your metabolism slows down and you can't eat like a college kid anymore. And, you know, um, and I, and I put a lot of weight on and I became the heaviest I'd ever been in my life. And then I got back on WW and I lost 70 pounds. Wow. So yeah. And then I uh, maintained that for a little while and then I gained it all back. So that's my thing is that, and I, and I spoke about this when I went to the WW studio, uh, what's it called? The WW headquarters. And I told my story there. Yeah. One of the things I talked about was that what I've learned and especially this trip with WW, this last like turn of doing WW is that I can't just do WW for like a little while and then stop. Yeah. I need to be a lifetime member. And I'm so grateful that I am a lifetime member now because before I did that, I just thought I could stop and start. And I need this accountability for life. Like mm -hmm. I'm the kind of person where if I'm left to my own devices, I'm going to be overweight. Like yeah. <laughs> I need that like check-in. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's what, and then after I, um, I had my first son, I gained a lot of weight with that pregnancy and I, um, I lost 50 pounds, um, after I had my first son on WW. And then uh, I believe that that actually helped me get pregnant with my second son, which was great. But yeah. then I, um, in the middle of my second pregnancy, I lost my dad, which was a big blow. And I kind of just, I wasn't on WW because I was pregnant mm -hmm. and I kind of fell back onto those old habits that I had. And then I gained 80 pounds. <laughs> so I'm like the classic yo-yo dieter and wow. I'm really hard. It's taken me 34 years, but now I think that I'm going to be like nipping that in the bud. Yeah. And now that it's lifetime, I have to check in. And now that I've built up this big, huge, amazing, credible community, um, it, it's really holding me accountable way more than anything else ever has. So that's yeah. my story, Morning Glory. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That, that, yeah. That's awesome. And like, I feel like you could add up all of that and it's like two, I've lost like pounds? A couple, yeah, I've lost like a trucker. Oh my so God. Yeah, yeah. Like a big man. <laughs> oh, Lord. So every time I lose weight, it's like a fifth grader. Yeah. It's like 70, 80 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, you mentioned like really loving the community and having the app and all this stuff. So when those, when those things start to slip on there, like what, what causes you to slip now? Like, I mean, obviously it well, is a valid reason for you to have lost your dad and like, you know, oh, yeah. to go through that. But like, what, yeah. what is it for you when you start well, to slip a little bit? What is it? Mostly, I think I'm a, I'm like an emotional leader, you know, okay. and I like to turn to, I was, I don't like to now, but I used to turn to food as like a comfort, mm -hmm. um, you know, and food has always been something, you know, when you celebrate, there's food, when you are happy, there's food, when you're sad, there's food, there's always food. And that, um, you know, I wish I was one of those people that, you know, when they are stressed out, they don't eat, you know, and they get, yeah. they lose their appetite. I'm not that person. I just am like a bottomless pit. And like, all I want are carbs and whatever. And it's hard. But I think it's like, the other layer of my whole journey this time was that I, um, I had going to therapy, which I talked to talk about a lot of my stories is that I added that and that has really changed my whole outlook. And I realized yeah. that, like, there's so many other things you can do when you're stressed out. And that like, and the one thing I've said before is that like, if hunger isn't the problem, food isn't the solution. Yeah. You have to figure out like how you can kind of, you know, go take a walk, go call a friend, whatever. And I'm not perfect with that still. It's still something yeah. I'm working on, but it's definitely like, I'm looking at, I have a lot going on right now. And it's like, if this was me last year before I started therapy and before I started working on myself, I would probably be up 20 pounds since yeah. October. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I've maintained and when I do feel like I'm kind of falling back, which last week, you know, I had my birthday celebration and everything. 
I felt like I was slipping back and I came to the community and I was like, listen, guys, I'm struggling right now. Yeah. Like hold my feet to the fire. Like I need to start tracking and, you know, and then just knowing that there's other people that are like, I'm having a hard time too. Let's do this together. And I've got yeah. like a hundred messages of people just being like, so cool. with Like, you know, I'm feeling the same way. And, and you know, when yeah. you feel like you're not alone in something, it makes it easier to be like, you know, or someone that tells you, Hey, I've gone through this too. Yeah. Um, you know, like I got through it because I just started tracking again. And like something as simple as that can make you feel like you can just get right back on track. So absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that that's really one of the keys is like is staying in the app. And um, everyone is, I think I say everyone, but I believe almost everyone is going to be getting an email from WW, especially people that have been on WW any period of time in 2019. Mm -hmm. It talks about their their year. Yeah. Um, oh, I just got that. But yeah. I didn't, even look, I didn't so, open it. Yet. So tomorrow <laughs> is National Recommitters Day. And okay. so it's like a big deal. And mm -hmm. so I, I really believe that seeing that data for the people that have been doing this for a little while, it should really show you a good snapshot of your of your year. Yeah. And I feel like that when we, we have those opportunities to go back to those things mm -hmm. and you sense that moment, but then you choose to do something different, that for me, what I call those are a... Oh, what's the word I use all the time? I'm, I'm forgetting my word. But anyway, we have a measurable. We call those yeah. an unmeasurable. And that, yeah. that's what I call those unmeasurable. Because you, you, you never know when you're going to have a better response to a, to a circumstance. And especially like this week in, in workshops, we're talking about controlling your environment and stuff. Yeah. And that's I think that's one thing that we have to do, like with food prep and, and all the things. It, when you're in the car, when you're at work, you know, yeah. you, you can't control life events that happen to you mm -hmm. you know you mentioned about your dad and that kind of stuff that yeah, yeah. that's going to happen but how you respond to it and now yeah. that you've been through that moment maybe you know that well when i did that this time i started to 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 have the whole i don't care mentality or whatever right. and i don't right. necessarily have to do that right. i can exactly. grieve and i can go through this this moment and whatever it is it, yeah. it could be a serious thing or it could be a, a silly thing that causes us to jump off track so what do you what do you think is one of the things that causes you to center back in and, and beyond the community? You mentioned that, but like personally, like within yeah. yourself. I think that it's like at this point, I'm feeling really proud of myself that mm -hmm. I've gotten to where I'm at. And the fact that I did finally, after all these years of doing WW over and over and over again, and that, and the, I'd always get so close to goal or I'd hit goal and kind of be like, yeah, I don't really feel like doing the going to meetings thing or whatever. And I'd fall off the wagon again. Yeah. And so this time, the fact that I have, I decided I was going to do it. I stuck with it. Um, I went through maintenance through the holidays. Like that makes me feel really proud because yeah. I feel like anybody getting through the holidays, it's hard. And then being able to maintain the same weight for all that time. And like, um, I'm proud of that. So I think that, you know, I, I'm not going to just, like I said yesterday, I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like I can't yeah. just be like, you know, oh, shit's getting really hard. And now I'm going to just shove food in my face because I know yeah. that that's not the answer. That's not yeah. going to fix anything. And then I'm going to have another problem because I'm yeah. going to be stressed out with life. And then I'm going to be stressed out because my jeans don't fit yeah. <laughs> and, my, and I feel uncomfortable or I'm whatever. And I never, ever want to get back to the place where I was before because I was extremely, extremely yeah. unhealthy and I was having health issues on top of like, just being like, out of breath, I was having like heart issues and all this. And I have a bad family hit, like my genes in genetically, like I am up against it. Like mm -hmm. everyone in my family has, has had cancer. My dad had like cancer literally four times before he 
where he finally passed away from cancer. It was awful. So, and then my uh, grandpa, had, uh, my dad's side, died of a heart attack at 51. And that is like, oh, that's not that far away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my sister, I have an older sister who's um, 47. And she had like a cardiac, like a mild, mild heart attack or like, a, I don't know what they're calling it, like a cardiac incident kind of thing. And she had that um, right in the beginning of last of 2019, right when I was starting over. Like, and I mean, yeah. I had been tracking for a year after I had Nick, but I was kind of not giving it my all. I was mm -hmm. go up, I'd go down. So when I recommitted was when she had that thing, because that really scared me. And I was yeah. like... I can't. So now it's more than just, I want to look a certain way. Now mm. it's like, you're older. You can't be like messing around with being like morbidly obese or obese. Like yeah. you have to, you know, you know, rein it in and be healthy because I have two kids now. And you know, there's more, more at stake now than there ever was before. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I say all the time that for one, being overweight is a symptom of what's going on. A hundred percent. I say that too. I yeah. completely agree with yeah. that. So when you can say that, and then you understand what I'm saying when you say that, you can also go to the far end of that and say that weight loss is not mm -hmm. the solution. It yeah. is part of the solution. Yeah. It is not the end all be all because right. you and people like me, where I've lost a lot of weight previously and then gone mm -hmm. back up and yeah. like without the mindset change, I had zero mindset change. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you, you're saying that you lost 50 pounds, 80 pounds previous yeah. to what you've lost now. Yeah. What you're telling WW and WW is celebrating. You know, you've done this before. Yeah. Uh, our other friends, Anthony's done the same thing before. Right. Lost the weight and gained the weight back. Yeah. Like, it's so key. So, so what for you, like, I know a lot of people would say it's attached to kind of their why. And like, what mm -hmm. what is your deeper digging into your why? You obviously would do it for your kids, do it for your yeah. health. Uh, and that kind of stuff. But what is what is your far-reaching why? Well, one thing I wanted to say, just to piggyback on what you just said before I tell you that, is that someone messaged me one time and they said something so profound, and I I reposted it, but I don't know if anybody everybody caught it, so I'll just say it again. Okay. Someone said it's talking about fixing upstairs, right? Okay. You have to work on your mental health, and you have to work on like the reason why you gain the weight, like you said. So they're they I guess went to therapy or something, and their therapist said something like, if you have a hole in your roof. And it ruined the carpet on the second floor. What would you fix first? The carpet or the hole in the roof? And yeah. I'm like, well, okay. Like that yeah. is so true. Like, so for me, I think that like, like you said, working on other areas of my life and working on reducing stress, working on learning how to deal with when things come up in my life that I have a hard time with. Um, you know, uh, taking time for myself, um, you know, all the things that I wasn't doing before, um, that was causing me to feel a certain way that would lead me to overeat. Yeah. So now it's very important because I, that was a dark time for me. Like I was in a mm -hmm. very low spot right when, right before I started, um, back on like, re, like recommitted, I'd say in like the early, late winter, early spring of 2019, I was in a very like rock bottom feeling of myself. I was stretched so thin. I had not had a, t a day off for away from a child in like yeah. over like three years I was like I was rough and I was just feeling like exhausted mentally physically all of that I was so overweight I was uncomfortable all the mm. things so like just reflecting back on that I never want to be back in that place again yeah so it's more than like yeah of course I want to be healthy for my children of course I want to you know just be healthy overall but like 
I don't want to feel like that anymore. Yeah. I don't want to ever feel like I'm not taking care of myself because I finally realized that I'm important just as much as my taking care of my kids is important. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to be worth a damn to them if I'm not taking care of myself. So yeah. I think that that's the big thing is that like, this is the one thing I can do for myself. And it's not that hard to do. You know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't take away from anyone else. Yeah. And it's something I have to do every day anyway. I have to eat. So yeah. I'm not doing anything extra. I'm just focusing on making good choices. And that in turn is making me feel better about myself because I'm taking care of myself. So I think that's pretty much. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like the, the crazy thing for me when I look at it and I, I, I see the way, like if you just lined out food, like food that I previously would eat. Uh, for one, I used to eat some bad foods and I used to eat foods at wrong times and I used to eat too much food. Yeah. But it was never like this massive amount. It was never, uh, it wasn't like I was eating 5,000 calories a day or something like that. So yeah. dialing it back in kind of brought me back within that healthy range. And I'm like right in that healthy eating zone of what WW says. And I'm not a restriction person. I'm never going to be eating on the low end of that, that yeah. kind of thing. But what, what the funny thing to me is when you really get really micro on this thing, it's mm -hmm. very, very small amount that you move the needle back over onto this side of it so you can lose a little bit of weight each yeah. and every week. Yes. And then I'm two years in and it's like just just over a pound and 2.2 or something, 1.2 pounds that I've lost if you average it out over the weeks. Like yeah. it's not a massive amount. There's, yeah. there's, you know, it's just a sustainable way. And if I stay healthy in that zone, that's when the weight loss comes off. But that that's yeah. that doesn't take monumental crazy effort and that's one of the oh. great things about this is like actually yeah. what i need to do is like not try as hard yeah and so for my like first year think it don't you yeah, feel that yeah way? like people are absolutely. like i feel like when someone has a bad day they're like ah yeah it's like no we're and i always say this we're playing the long game here yeah like at the grand scheme of things even if you lost one pound a week even if you lost yes. half a pound a week like one pound a week is still over 50 pounds in a year. That's, yeah. If you, if you didn't do anything a year from now, you'd wish that you did one pound yeah. a week. Yeah. And you most know? likely, like, unless you were like really, really big like me, you, if you did that success rate, you couldn't even do that for four years. It'd be too, you know, it'd be like way, yeah, way down there. Like, <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh. So, yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm super happy with, with the way that the, the program is working for me. And I, I've really got to the point to where I don't really mess with the number anymore. It's yeah. like, for me, I know that if I do the work and, and I'm on blue dot heaven here yeah. because Saturday will be my two year anniversary of blue dots every day. Wow. Uh, two years. And I am yeah. So that's, I mean, that's crazy to think about. No, and, that is and, like, that is really amazing to me. Yeah. Like I, I was a real good, I was a blue dotter for a long time, but then it's hard when you get, I feel like with maintenance for me, it was hard. Mm -hmm. And then you get a little lax and I'm yeah. feeling, I'm feeling like I'm slip sliding out of that blue dot range. And, but I do think that I had the most success and I felt the best when I did the blue dots. Yeah. So that inspires me. And I think I'm going to try to get back in that. Yeah, I was, You I, can I, still I, use your weeklies when you're getting a blue dot, but oh, it's yeah. like controlling it. And I think that that's the problem is that because I'm an, I can tend to be an all or nothing kind of person mm -hmm. where I'm like really good at it and I'm going to be perfect. Or, yeah. or I'm like eating four pieces of cheesecake in 24 hours. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
So that's my problem. And I feel like when I'm overweight, it's just a lot of those overkill days more often than not, you know, yeah. but I think that um, allowing yourself to pepper in some weeklies here and there, and that way you feel like you're not feeling restricted or whatever, but you're still controlling that because I think a lot of us have that problem of yeah. that, like, not, I don't want to say like binge eating in terms of like an eating disorder or whatever, maybe some people it is, yeah, yeah. but like, I think that like, you know, especially if you feel restricted for a real long time, then when you have that, like that package of Oreos that your mother-in-law brought over yeah. for the kids and you're sitting there and you're like, I haven't had an Oreo in so long. I'm going to have 15 yeah. of them. You know, that is so easy to do. But if you have, if you are allowing yourself to have two Oreos a night before bed, yeah. when someone brings something like that in, you're like, eh, I had an Oreo yesterday. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I think that that is a big deal. Yeah, I, absolutely. And the, the coolest part about it is even if you like had done six months of really, really solid tracking, and maybe you were abstaining from a lot of that bad stuff, just a little small stuff here and there. Mm -hmm. And then that day happens when you lose it and you yeah. end up eating, you know, two of the runs of the three sleeves of, w, of uh, uh, Oreos or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. The truth is, and this is like Jordan Syatt kind of stuff. Yeah. Is your body is not going to absorb all that. Your body is going to like run that right on through and you're going to have <laughs> yeah, some super, super duper bath time, bathing time. You know, yeah. that's just the great part about it. as you get healthier, your body is healthier too. And it knows yeah. how to process that. It doesn't immediately say 17 pounds on the booty. You know? Yeah, because I think once you're down, it's so true. And once you're down to a certain, I like, I remember this from talking to friends of mine who like, I have a friend who does like nutrition kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. he always talks about how when you lose weight, like if you can maintain that weight and some people are so mad about plateaus and plateaus yeah. are actually not a bad thing. Yeah. Because sometimes your body needs to reset their top weight. Mm -hmm. So if you're staying at like, you're like, I just can't get past 152. Yeah. That's your body like resetting to that yeah. being your like go to gain weight and get to 152 yeah. rather than your go to gain weight is 188. You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, don't be mad about plateaus at all. At all. No. I, and not. I think that you're right because when you have one of those over track, you know, you over overdo it whatever days like i i'm telling you i've been on plan i've been maintaining over the holidays whatever they're literally on my birthday from from friday night into saturday four yeah. pieces of cheesecake y'all that must have been five thousand calories i'm not even joking like and it wasn't they weren't small pieces of cheesecake either yeah and i went to dinner and i had a full fat cheeseburger and i had fries and everything yeah. i was just going balls to the wall and guess what on monday i weighed myself i weighed the same you know what i mean like yeah that's it. And I'm not saying that that's a good thing that I did that. Yeah. That's not a good thing. But uh, I did it and I, and I, you know, but I'm moving on. I'm right back on track. Yeah. And that's well, what you have to do. You know, and what, what's funny is like, I've, I've had a conversation with uh, uh, Gary, the chief science officer. Mm -hmm. And we were, we were on a meeting talking and I asked him about this and he, he said, in the future, once they can figure out all of the, the crazy uh, stuff that, just this simple thing, and I've talked about it before, uh, and it's not, I'm not saying that he confirmed it or, or nothing like that, but I'm not trying to speak for him. But what I'm saying is, like, sure. if the idea does happen in the future, I talked about it way back when, that we should have something called mindset points. We track yeah. fit points. We track smart points. Why yeah. can't we track mindset points? Because if you do something that is amazing, you should reward yourself for it. Like you should either, I'm not saying you should reward yourself with food. Maybe you should reward yeah. yourself in buying something, or maybe you should reward yourself with like yeah. just kudos or, you know, balloons popping. But 
like the idea that we can do the mental work, we definitely need to have a reward for that. And yeah. it's, it's, it's very, very exciting when you, when you see that response that's so healthy because I, I had decades, decades of poor responses to uh, opportunities to, to live healthy. Yeah, I completely understand. And I think that like, but I think that it should definitely be geared away from rewarding us ourselves with food because oh, I yeah. think something that we tend to go to and like, I'm 100% like, well, I've been doing so well. So I think it's okay that I go and oh, eat. Oh. And yeah. I don't think that because I think that that puts like a good and bad on food. And I don't mm -hmm. think that should be it. I think that if you want something, make it work into your day. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that but I love the idea of like, you feel like you're you're getting your shit together and you're yeah. feeling better about yourself. And now you're like logging that like yeah. made your choice. Even if it's something as simple as like, you can, you know, you like a picture, mm -hmm. you can add a tally to your number of times that you've done, made a good choice. Something yeah. like that, that's a visual representation of that. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the truth is, and I say this frequently, it's these moments where you're, you're navigating safely through, you mm -hmm. don't want to carry home too much regret of the, yeah. I didn't eat it, but I wanted it. Uh, I regret that moment. Or the shame of, oh, I ate it, but I shouldn't have ate it. Like yes. that regret and shame, you're navigating through that. And to do that, I've got kind of the, the first level and then the second level of that. The fruit of that is your response and how you do that. But yeah. maybe we need to do the mental work and get beyond that and dig to the root of that. And the yeah. root of that is say, I need to sit here and I figure out if I do this, what will the response be? If I do this, will yeah. I be happy? Will it bring me joy? If it brings me joy, what what about it brought me joy? That's a lot of mental work to do that. Yeah. But once yeah. we do that and we get used to being that engaged in our day, it really makes the decision of you mindlessly getting up and walking to the pantry and mindlessly grabbing either even a healthy snack because there's times when healthy snacks are calories. Like if, yeah, you, absolutely. if you've got to that thin razor line of your healthy eating zone and now you're going to go and eat an apple or a, a third or a apple banana, for the day or a banana calories, and that's going to push you calorically over there. Like yeah. you have to be able to mindset, figure out how to do yeah. that. And so that's why it's so important to me to really engage with my day and understand that there's reasons that I have to tell myself, even two years in this journey. It's funny that I have this conversation with myself every week. I leave my WW workshop, which is like 11 o'clock and it ends at 11.45. But the drive home is right down this road that has every restaurant yes. in I mean, humanity <laughs> on it. Yeah. And it's like a 15-minute drive. And I always, when I get home, I'm like ravishingly hungry. It's yeah. so easy to choose to drive into any one of those restaurants, even the good restaurants, Chipotle yeah. and Chick-fil-A and all the ones that I could make work. But the better thing is always drive home and eat the food that I've planned. Yeah. So that's that's the kind of stuff that I have to dig in and figure out what is what is that thing within me that is yeah. that pops its head up. Like you ever feel like you have one of those things that like dude that thing I no that is an old habit get out of me. Oh you know? yeah. I my big thing when I was heavier was I would was a closet eater so I would go to the drive through and I'd. I would go to, I haven't eaten in a fast food restaurant and I don't know how long. And most of it is because I don't want anybody to see what I'm eating when I'm eating at a fast food restaurant. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I need to be in the privacy of my own car. Yeah. So I would go through the drive through I'd be like, yeah, what do you guys want? There's nobody in the back seat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'd be ordering all my food and then I'd be sitting in the parking lot of the fast food restaurant shoveling food in my face. And I would do that all the time. And now, like, um, 
you know, it's, it is very hard because yeah. it's convenience, it's convenience. And so I think that part of me, like now when I'm getting, trying to get back on, I say back on track, but it's not like I was really that off, but mm -hmm. I haven't been honest tracking. And I always, I'm a big proponent of like honest yeah. tracking every bite, lick and taste because people that are saying, telling me I'm tracking everything and I'm just not losing any weight, blah, blah, blah. Like if yeah. you have a thyroid problem and you're actually following the program and not losing weight, it's because more than likely you're probably having a bite, finishing your kid's food, you're, you know, yeah. not measuring your eyeballing portions, that kind of a thing, because all those little things add up. And that is what I saw the most when I started tracking, because yeah. I was like, oh, crap, this weight is flying off of me. And I didn't think I was making that big of a change in what I was eating. It was more of like, now I'm not finishing my kid's lunch. And I'm not, you know, finishing, you know, or grabbing a handful of goldfish mindlessly a couple times a day, that kind of stuff. So Hey, I want to jump in here for just a second and take a pause, and we'll hear from one of our sponsors. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back. Now a message from our partners. Hey, family, have you heard about my friend Katie? WW Journey of Me? Yeah, after years of struggling with her weight, she fell in love with being on the yoga mat. So now Katie has over 200 free beginner yoga videos for all body types, from gentle chair yoga to her newest series, which is called Yoga Aerobics, for a little more high intensity practice with some aerobic conditioning. You know, Katie believes that yoga doesn't have to be intimidating or hard. You don't even have to be flexible or have great balance to get started. Katie's yoga experience is laid back. It almost feels like practicing together in a living room with, with kids and pets. So look up my friend Katie. You can find her on Instagram at, at @wwjourneyofme or on YouTube, Yoga Journey of Me. Now back to our host, WW Phil. Feeling off the like off track. If you can go in and kind of make a game plan, then you just stick to that. And if you yeah. can't, you know. Because sometimes it's when you don't plan that it's the easiest to go and do the convenience foods or go and grab a handful of goldfish or a bowl of cereal or whatever it is yeah. because you don't have that healthy, you know, when you have pre-cut like vegetables and fruit or when you have, you know, grilled chicken that's marinating and ready to get cooked or something like that, it's easier to stay on track. That's yeah. 100%. And that's where I've been at lately is that I've been kind of like, and it's the holidays and it's the everything. That, so it's, you have a lot of things you know, where you're going out to eat or you're going to people, other people's houses and stuff like that. So it's kind of out of that routine. So now I think my whole thing is I need to get back in that routine of preparing myself and prepping food and things yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's key. It's a key element to be able to understand the flow of your day. Like clearly things can go out of your control and you have to, you have to punt, but you know, most of the time, you know, even if the food is high point, you can always control the portion. Like, how, yeah. I mean, like we control how much we eat. We sometimes cannot control what we eat if that's the only thing that's there. Yeah. Now you can always abstain for a few hours, but that will only work for so long. At some point you have yeah. to eat or, or whatever, you know, especially I think it's with, making the best choice too. Like, yeah. you know, if it's the worst, the best of the worst, then it's better than eating the worst of the worst. Like you, you know, when you go to a party, yeah. find the best option. And you know what? And like, uh, that's another thing like going into I mean we let, we just got out of the holiday season but parties are happening all the time and yeah. like, I always tell people are like oh I'm going I have a whole work thing later and what do I do now that I'm back on blue I find it easier because there's so and I'm sure per people on purple can feel the same way is that I try to eat as many zero point foods during breakfast and lunch and then that way I have this whole bank of points going into like going out to eat or something mm -hmm. like that and try to keep it lighter during the day. And that's the, the whole thing is that if you know you're going out to a heavy meal in the evening, just 
have something super light for lunch and breakfast. And that way you can make it work. You can always yeah. make it work on WW. That's the thing is that there's nothing. I mean, even if you wanted to have like a piece of a blooming onion, like you could still, you could still bake for that. Cause that's what yeah. weekly's for. You know what I mean? That kind of yeah. a thing. So. I think two, two Saturdays ago, I went to Outback. I didn't yeah. get a blooming onion, but I went to Outback and made it work, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I had so breakfast. I had breakfast at uh, IHOP that day, so. So if you can have breakfast, if you yeah. can have breakfast. And I, I got a blue dot, so woohoo. That's what I'm saying. It can be done every yeah. time, single time. There's always an option, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So we've talked quite a bit about, whoa, sorry. Did I Either. stop? <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay. I want to know what you do for activity. So this is something I joke about a lot because I am not a gym person. I'm going to be honest with everyone. I have two gym memberships. Okay? More than one is not enough. I have more than one. I have one because there's a gym that I go to that I go to. I've been one time. I, I have very good intentions with gym. I just don't have good, like, the ability to get to the gym is hard for me. And so I have a gym that has a gym daycare for, like, my kids and uh and that one i just signed up for recently and that one i'm gonna start incorporating in my day once things kind of like settle down um because i was nervous about bringing my kids to the gym daycare just because i don't know why i was just nervous about it but my um my kid's dad take takes them and they really like it so that makes me feel better i think i was like nervous that they were gonna be like scared or not like it or whatever i don't know but now that i know that they enjoy it I plan on working that into my routine. Like my, I dropped my older son off at um, preschool in the morning and I think I can take my younger son, drop him off at the daycare at the gym and then go just do something for a half an hour or something yeah. like that, you know? Um, so that's something I'm going to work on in the new year. That's a goal I have. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And other than that, I really aim to try to get um, 10,000 steps a day. And just from running around with my kids and everything, I, usually get pretty close to that um i used to be really into it where i was like if i was at eight thousand i'd be doing laps around my bedroom before i went to <laughs> try to get the ten thousand steps not as strict with that anymore but um it is something that i used to um i used to try to do so that basically just kind of i don't sit as much as i used to i don't you know i'm always running around i have a almost two-year-old and an almost four-year-old so they're always running around and playing and things like that so um that's pretty much the activity that I get. I, I really want to look into, um, uh, I really want to look into like some other kind of group activity or like, you know, um, I want to say Zumba. I want to be good at Zumba and I just suck at Zumba. I want to be good at Zumba so bad. I love it. I'm just the most, I have two left feet. I just uh, can't. <laughs> there's so many people on the gram that like, that's their jam. I mean, yeah, like... my friend Dana is like the Zumba queen of Orange County where I live. Like yeah. she, loves Zumba. She has uh, like 85 Zumba classes she's running. She is so good at it. She's so uplifting. She just has this, I've known her my like forever, like since elementary school. And she has the biggest, she's so tiny. She's like 4'10", but she has the biggest personality and the best moves and everything. And like, she's just like, just fun package, like a tiny little package of fun. She's amazing. Yeah. And I want to, I want to be going to Zumba with her, but I just, I suck at it. <laughs> like, I'm like, can I have Zumba lessons, like private Zumba lessons? Can you just te teach me all these moves and then I'll go to Zumba? I mean, but, that's um, just like a dance party in the living room, right? It Come really on. is. I know, but that's another thing that I want to start doing is I want to do the, um, the fitness marshal. I see a lot oh, of people yeah. thinking of him and I feel like I can just be like awkwardly dance. I mean, we've all seen my awkward dancing moves in the, in the commercial. I mean, I've shown my, my dancing skills, but, uh, yeah, if I could do that in the privacy of my own home, I would be happy. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Yeah. So, what about you? What do you do? Do you, you go to the gym, right? Oh, I, I, I do go to the gym, uh, but I don't, I'm not like crazy about it. Um, I, I did start a year ago and that was my first time. My first year on WWE, I didn't do anything. And then I started a year ago and I went like 130 something times last year, about, about three times a week. And I only work out with a trainer one time a week. And the other time, the other two times a week, I just do similar workouts to what me and the trainer did. Uh, so a lot of it is just uh, heavy lifting and strength training. I do a little I bit to of, get into that. Yeah, I, I do a little bit of uh, cardio to warm up and a little bit to cool off. But okay. then I'm really try to keep it within a total time in the gym of 30 minutes. So mm -hmm. I do I do what we call like rounds. So we go for like three minutes, four rounds. So I'll do 10 reps of about eight exercises over three minutes and then pause for a minute and then do that again four times. And then I'm out of there. I, I go do cool down a little bit and then and leave. And well, that's, that's enough for me. And I wanted one of the reasons why I wanted to do something that was super sustainable. Because for one, I did not want to lose weight or try to lose weight because I was working out. And yeah. I did not want working out to be a bait for me to eat more. Yes, uh, I, I feel just, that is my problem with yeah. it. Yeah, so I, I just- I so hungry when I work out. Yeah, I, I just wanted it to be a healthy, sustainable thing that I could do and incorporate into my life because truly, I just wanted it to be a livable lifestyle that I do. So if I thought that, man, hey, you could go to the gym five or six times, I could always sneak in extra workouts and that kind of stuff. But why am I doing that? I'm actually doing the mental work to figure out why I would be doing that. And that's so I can have two more protein bars in the day because I worked yeah. out hard or whatever. And I didn't want to do that. So that's kind of always been my thing. Uh, so I went Monday and I went yesterday and I will go tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I went Monday, I went today and I will go tomorrow. So right. those are my like three for the week. And I, I might occasionally go a, a, an extra one on a Saturday. Uh, sometimes they go on Saturday because they have childcare and I yeah. drop the kid off and that's like free time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, See, I need to utilize that. I don't know yeah. why I'm scared. Like yeah. that gives you like a nice break in the morning. Yeah. I need to try it out. I think yeah. that it's like once the, once you do it and you realize it's like fine, it's like the initial thing that's like scary. Yeah. There's like really nothing to be scared of. That's like a dumb thing that I'm like, I don't know what I'm afraid of. But um, Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I give you exact copy duplicate of what the, the moves that I do, the eight moves that I do yeah. on a deal, and you just go do that, and you do it at your weight, whatever weight you can do comfortably, 10 reps, that's what you do. And then yeah, if see, you that's need... the thing is that I never really know what to do in the gym, and the one gym yeah. membership that I have, um, see, I had the other one, which was what, kind of like a Planet Fitness, it's like a cheap, mm -hmm. you know, 24-hour kind of thing, but I, want, I started this other one because it has a lot more amenities, and then it's like more of like a real, but it's like a kind of bro bodybuilder gym, yeah. and it's very intimidating for me because I, like, everyone there is so, like, you know, they know what they're doing, they're like pros, and I'm like, oh, no clue, so if I had something like that, like a guide, I think that would yeah. <laughs> Well, I can, I can almost guarantee you this, that if you walk in there, there's no one at that gym that had their picture on the the big marquee <laughs> at Times Square in the last week, well, so you. <laughs> there you go. You can walk in there with that and be like, uh, you need to see this, this is who I am. <laughs> Represent. Am I nervous about the gym? Most days, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what did it what did it mean for you when they they sent you that uh, that email, the DM, whatever it was, and they said, "Hey, Lauren, we kind of want to fly you out to California and take some pictures of you because you're an all star." 
it was insane. So I, they messaged me and I had to try out. It wasn't like they just said like, Hey, you're selected. Yeah. Um, I had to send in a video of myself answering a bunch of questions and everything like that. And you had to go through a couple of rounds of getting selected for this. So, um, I just did it and thought, well, they'll never call me for this. It's fine. And then I kept getting emails like, Hey, we need you to do this next step and this next step. And finally they were like, Hey, so we picked you. And I was like, like what? Yeah. So if you told me that any of this was going to happen like last year, I'd be like, yeah, okay, good times, right? I I can't even tell you like, and I you know I share every time someone tags me that I keep sharing it. I'm like people are probably so annoyed, but yeah. they're probably like this is so annoying. You just keep sharing it, but like it it means a lot to me that people are excited for me because I'm so excited about it yeah. and it's really fun for me. And it, I'm telling you that if if you knew where I was a year ago to, yeah. to be now on the billboard in Times Square representing this company is like, ah, it's mind blowing. Yeah. And it makes me feel really proud because, you know, you set a, I set a goal for myself and, you know, you do that for yourself. But when other, when someone else sees it, particularly the people that have created the program that, that saved your life. Like, I mean, I was literally like, my blood pressure was bad. Everything was, I was going downhill health wise. Yeah. So this really saved me. And, and I really feel like it helped me in so many other ways besides losing weight. It truly did. Like, I feel like it has helped my, um, just, I mean, so many things. I can't even start to tell you how many things it made. Yeah. I have now this whole community. I have all this support, all these things that I didn't have in place before. I feel more normal about like how I feel my relationship with food. Cause I realized that there's so many other people that are going through the same thing. Yeah. So like, you know, that, that was so special and I feel very, very blessed and fortunate that I was chosen to do that. Um, and it makes me feel good that everybody was excited. You know, that it was so nice that everybody was excited and everybody was rooting me on and it felt awesome. So, yeah, I, was, I mean, like, I don't, I'm not positive how many WW studios there are in the United States, but your face is in every one of them. I can't. What's like, what? <laughs> like, well, the most surreal thing that has ever happened to me was walking up to the WW studio to make Lifetime. Yeah. And that was the first time I saw a poster of myself in the studio. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That's like, <laughs> it's so weird. It's very weird and very surreal. Yeah. Um, that's and amazing. It, it, well, I mean, you've done amazing things and, you know, it's, it's, it's just great. And the, the great part about it is the, the fruit of you losing weight is the person that you are gets to shine through and, and, we, you. and you get to share that with us and you inspire us. Thanks. And, you know, there's surely there's people that have lost amazing weight that is less than yours. And there's people that's lost more, but you've lost that for you and you did it for you. And now you share it with your voice. So I just wondering kind of like what, now the funnel of your life going through this prison that we call the gram and that kind of stuff mm -hmm. like in this community like what has it meant for you to like one be empowered to tell your story and then see the fruit of you actually getting the bounce back of saying you inspire me so much and you told me this and you taught me that and like oh you know we, you know i think if if you're a coach or whatever you kind of expect that in meetings and things but like mm -hmm. on the gram from somebody that I don't even know, or maybe even somebody I didn't know saw something I said, and they're like, oh my gosh, those words meant so much to me. Like, what, is, what does it mean to you? It's incredible, because when I started my, I started this Instagram only in June, and I, and I made it because I was starting to talk a lot about WW on my personal Instagram, mm -hmm. and I felt like, you know, maybe not everyone cares about that, yeah. and I wanted to, I also just basically wanted a feed of people who were either 
OWW ambassadors or people that were having a lot of success in the plan because I wanted to see people that had done it and I yeah. wanted to be motivated by that, just like everybody who follows anybody that's doing the program. And so when I started following these people and I started interacting with um, WW ambassadors and other people and stuff like that and kind of, you know, I didn't try to like throw myself into the community. I just kind of was like observed and I interacted the best I could and yeah. like, for whatever reason, people warmed up to me very quickly. And, um, and I kind of talked the way I talk in my stories now is how I've talked since day one when I had 23 followers. I pretended like I had an audience then because I want, I like talking. Yeah. <laughs> I like talking about the program and it made me feel good to talk about my ups, my downs, yeah. whatever. And it, and it was just a way to, to, to vent and hold myself accountable. And honestly, like my scale picks where I take a picture of my feet, you know, every week I used to do that every Friday. That was the greatest thing I ever did for myself because yeah. as my audience of people that were following me grew, that was like more and more people, more eyes on me. And that really was like, well, you can't really go too crazy because you got to weigh in on Friday and you got to yeah. take that picture. So that was wonderful. And that is how it benefited me, but uh, like in, the, in terms of weight loss, but the best thing ever is to go from being someone that was looking for someone like, like how I am now, like, you yeah. know, I have a lot of followers and stuff like that. I was just to go from being the person that was searching for motivation and inspiration to be able to be the person that's motivating and inspiring people is literally the greatest feeling in the entire world. Absolutely. It means everything to me. When someone messages me and they ask me for help and they're looking for motivation or they're looking for advice or whatever, and I'm able to help them and they say, Oh my God, I never thought about it like that. Or like, Oh my God. Or like, I'll tell someone something. And then like five weeks later, they're like, Hey, just let you know, I'm down 15 pounds. I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. And it's they're like, I just really thank you so much. Like you've helped me so much on your journey. That is worth it in spades. Like I could do this all day long every day, just because yeah. I love to help people. And I love to make people feel good about themselves. And I like to build people up and boost them. And um, you know, if anyone needs a cheerleader, I got you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's my favorite thing ever. And I, that's my personality. I'm like, I'm not, this isn't how I am just on here. Like I am a funny person all the time. I'm a little bit shyer on in real life, but yeah. I, um, but with my friends and stuff like that, like I love cheering people up and I love making people laugh and motivating them and, and giving them a boost when they need it. And that's just who I am. And that's what I've always been. So to be able to have a platform to do that yeah to so many more people now is incredible and it makes me feel so good because i've always felt like you know that's that is something that gives makes me feel like i you know gives me self-esteem is yeah. the feeling that i can help someone and so that really is special to me and i i don't take it for granted at all like the commercial and everything is great and that made me feel good but nothing makes me feel better than helping other people and motivating them and yeah showing them that it's possible that if i can do it and i can be going through a lot of crazy times like everybody goes through all these crazy times yeah. but like if i can go through that and still maintain and still lose and still um have success on the plan and i'm just a regular old person i'm a regular old mom with two little kids who go through all the same crap that everybody else does and i can lose the weight yeah and you can too you know you just got to do it and yeah um and I've been there where I'm like, I can't get out of my own way. I just keep mm -hmm. messing, up, messing up. And I've done that too. So I've been on all the different, you know, I've been on every level of this whole thing. And, and, and so it's easy to relate to other people and, and understand where they're coming from when they come to me. And I think that's probably why people find me relatable is that I, you know, I, I haven't always had success. I've yeah. lost weight. I've gained weight. You know, I wasn't always thin. And then all of a sudden I just had to lose 30 pounds. Not that there's anything yeah. wrong with that, but I'm just yeah. saying, you know, I've been on every end of the spectrum of weight and I get it. 
So yeah, and um, and the truth the truth about um, what it is, and the fact that it's a, an ever changing journey, and it is a long journey, and mile one may not look anything like mile fifty six or whatever, uh, and day day three hundred fifty six surely won't look like the first week. No. <laughs> uh, so as you, as you go through this, like people find us inspiring. But it's not necessarily because I toss out a number. They're like, oh, I'm inspired by that number. That number is great, and it represents a large yeah. thing. But hopefully I'm inspiring because I talk and I share my story and I'm engaging. Yeah. And, I want, and I want to help people, and I will give them advice. And the truth about all the advice and all the stuff is these people that are watching, that maybe they've only lost 20 pounds or maybe they've only lost five, people need to hear that because that is the fruit of what grows the early part of the journey. And then people need to hear why they've lost 25 pounds. And people need to hear why they lost 50. And as we continue on, you continue to share because things change. And it's not always the same. And you can't just continue to change those one thing that causes you to lose 10 pounds. It's not going to cause you to lose the next 10. You're going to continue to grow and move things around and shift it and make it work and navigate through. It's not just... 1.2 1.2 pounds for every week, no matter what you eat, as long yeah. as you stay, you know, like, and that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, 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 that's navigating safely through the blue dot thing, because yes, I get blue dots every day, but I still have those ups and downs and it goes like my journey yeah. is going down over long periods of time, but yeah. it still has some of this and it's still, sometimes it goes like this straight across for a few yeah, weeks. Exactly. You know? And that's the thing that I think that it's good when you can see someone else's journey and you can see that someone else has had a lot of success and it hasn't always been like a downhill ski slope. Yeah. And um, because I think that people... You know, you can want what you want. You want it right now. You don't want to have to work too hard for it. And when it doesn't come right away, it's easy to throw in the towel. And it's just human nature. But I think that if we can just realize that stopping's not getting you anywhere sooner, um, you know, not losing what you think you're going to, like, if you just give yourself a number and a date and say, I have to lose 30 pounds by next September or whatever, I hate those things when people post, like, I mean, if anybody can post whatever the hell they want, but yeah. I don't, I think it's so discouraging to post things that are like, you know, October, you know, 30 pounds by October 31st. And it's like squares and people fill it in every week. Yeah. Like what happens if you lost half of what you thought you wanted to lose? Mm-hmm. So you're going to feel bad about that. That's crazy because you still lost. You didn't gain. You didn't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like you have to celebrate every single ounce in this journey you have to give yourself credit for every single loss if someone messages me and they're like i only lost seven pounds this month and i'm like what that's great amazing you know there's amazing like you know there's so many it's never gonna be you know if it was easy like everybody would do it you know what i mean like there wouldn't be any overweight people if it was super easy to do um it's always easier to do the like you know run to you know I don't know. It's just, you have to celebrate every little thing. And even if you, even if you're, you, you should, if you maintain on a week, that's mm-hmm. something to celebrate because you that's, didn't go up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the thing is that just like changing that whole mindset from like it being a diet to it being a lifestyle and knowing that like, it's going to be like this, but as long as the general trend is that it's eventually going down, yeah. that's that's the goal. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So we got about 10 minutes before Instagram shuts okay. us off. So I want to, we haven't talked, it's crazy. We went 50 minutes already and we haven't har- <laughs> We haven't even talked necessarily about specific foods. Okay. <laughs> how how <laughs> great is WW? You don't have yeah. to talk about food to have a good conversation exactly. about WW. Exactly. But I just want to always ask, you know, because I try to cover all three tenets uh, in each one and just really like, what are your like go-to foods and how do you like make food work for you? 
So my favorite foods in general are breakfast foods. Okay. I love breakfast. So that is why I like being back on blue because I love eggs and mm. being on green was cool for the holidays, but like I need, I don't want to count eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so, cause I, I like eggs and eggs fill me up and mm. eggs um, will keep me full longer than like cereal or any kind of like bread product or anything like that. I can't eat a bagel for breakfast. Yeah. I eat a bagel for breakfast. But, um, you know, being back on I, I just started eating these Tyson. Um, Tyson makes these chicken thighs, but they're like teriyaki, and they're only three points a piece, but they're delicious. And they wow. cook up really nice in the air fryer, and they have pretty good, like, you know, the nutrition info on them is good. Um, so I like those, and I like, I've been making, like, fake takeout with that. Like, I'll use the Trader Joe's fried rice, um, and, and, you know, just make it look like, it tastes like yeah. Chinese, like mall Chinese food, you know, so that kind of a thing. Um, most of the things that I eat on a regular basis, I posted in my feed because I like, literally, I wish I was more adventurous. Like I see so many girls, they're out there, or guys too. They're making up new things all the time. And I just like, I get in a, I get not a rut, but I just get in like a habit of eating the same thing. Cause I'm like, I know the points, I know how to make it, you know? So how is that different from like two years ago? Like what are, what are you actually doing? I was going different? out to eat all the time. Okay. All the time, takeout, ordering in, um, going through the drive-through. Like I eat home so much more now. Like I yeah. was eating at eighty-five percent of the time before. I was like, yeah. at first I was wasting so much money on <laughs> eating. Yeah. Out. But like now, I enjoy grocery shopping, making those staple meals for my, you know, food that I know my kids will eat and everything like that. And it's something that I enjoy doing. It's just part of my routine now. Yeah. Where before you know, it was easier to be like, pack my kid up in the car before I had two kids, pack my kid up in the car, meet my husband at the time out and, you know, go grab something in a restaurant. It was yeah. just so much easier or have my, have Tom grab something on the way home or something like that because I just hated cooking. I just yeah. was not, you know, and it was hard too, because the, for, oh, I, for, I don't know, I've, I don't really talk about this much, but my, um, <clears throat> Tom, literally lost i think when james my oldest son was born tom weighed almost 300 pounds and he lost about 120 pounds within the first year of james being born so i was not on the i was i started losing weight but by the time i got pregnant with nick he was still like on this losing weight thing and was very very health conscious and was eating very healthily and it was hard for me because when i was pregnant i was not eating healthy at all yeah. as well because i gained 80 pounds so it was like frustrating because i wanted to cook all the bad things and then he didn't want to eat them so we'd go and get something out where he could get what he wanted to eat and i could get whatever crap i wanted to eat yeah so yeah but now i focus way more on on cooking at home and that is make it makes a big difference uh, eating out in a restaurant is so hard because even if you're making good choices you're still not in control of what their ingredients are the mm -hmm. portions and everything so you're just really guessing no matter what yeah. whenever you go out so yeah, it's funny how you can totally change from what was easy and acceptable to now is is almost like it's obnoxious and it's now yeah. easier to do what I once thought was harder. Yeah. 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 That's such a great behavior change. Yeah, 100%. It's All right. Deal. So uh, we got a few minutes left. So uh, one thing is like since you were talking about you just started your Instagram and we found each other, I think, in June mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, what was kind of your first interaction impression of me? And then if you have any questions, you can ask me. I was sure. the last, last two or three minutes for people to ask questions of me. Okay. So I remember finding you and just really liking your stories because I thought that they were very motivating and I thought you were very real, which I yeah. like. And, um, 
just, you know, I think you were one of the first, at least, you know, within the first month of me having my Instagram that I followed. So yeah, I just, I think that I love that you do these lives. I love that you do the, you know, you're always very interactive. You know, you're tagging people and stop dropping, ch dropping chugs and like, just, I feel like you're like a one man hype man. You're like, you're just out there hyping us all up. That's right. And, uh, so I really like that about you. And so that was my first impression was that I thought that you were very motivating. And yeah. I, I think you still are. <laughs> so what, um, let's see, what do you do for work? What do you do for a living? I work for a company that is mostly a dental support company. So we okay. mostly do everything for dentist offices around the country outside of the mouth. So we let the dentists do this stuff and we do yeah. everything else such as okay. real estate, negotiation, insurance, websites, gotcha. phone system support. So I do kind of all operations for a large company and that kind of stuff. Yep. That's interesting. I worked for a dentist's office one time. Hmm. Yeah, like 10 years ago. Yeah. So cool, we have that in common. <laughs> and then I also work for WW. Uh, and oh, right, you're yep. a coach, right? I'm a coach, and I just coach one meeting a week, and then I also guide one meeting a week. So I check people in on Mondays, and I coach people on Wednesdays. And then I am a staff musician at a church. Very nice. Yep. That's very cool. How long have you been a coach for? Uh, I hired on with WW in December of 2018, and I went to coach training this coming week will be one year. Wow. So I've been a coach for a year. That's so cool. What's your Chicago. favorite thing about being a coach? The favorite thing about being a coach? I think it's just the intimate uh, connection with those people in the room yeah. and just getting to talk to them. Uh, most of the time, um, the things that I get to say to people, it, it's very inspiring. But with when you're coaching, of course, you've been to workshops and stuff. Like yeah. The coach is not necessarily supposed to be the most inspiring person in the room. Yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. coach gets to like hear someone's comment and then ask subsequent questions that allows for the people to discover the, the stuff. So it's it's a cool uh, twist. And it's I somewhat take the approach in these lives kind of like that, but I also share a whole lot more about myself on here yeah. than I would in, in a workshop. Uh, so it's it's a really cool thing because I, I love to hear someone say something and then want to know. It's just kind of my natural thing to want to know, well, why do they say that? And what if they thought about it from this? So let's say this question and make them think about it this way. And there's yeah. just so much self-discovery that can happen in a meeting room, far beyond of, well, what's your best trick to figure out how to... Man, that was such a great conversation. I'm so excited to have had Lauren on with us. She is indeed a WW rock star and I tell you what I am so inspired by her every time I have the opportunity to chat with Lauren I am blown away so if you want to follow her I would encourage that on Instagram she is at l-a-u-r-i-n underscore w-w so have a wonderful day and thank you for joining us see you next time thank you for listening to the WW Phil podcast your guide to feel good. This podcast is not sponsored or affiliated with WW or any other brand. All statements and opinions on this show are those of Phil alone. Those who follow the WW program can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Phil has lost weight on a prior program and continues to use WW.